Hezbos. Welcome to this week's episode of Hesby Street. Do us a favor, like and subscribe on Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, patreon.com. Clom? Yeah, we changed the URL. We changed it to Clom slash Hesby Street. New episode, bonus episode every week on Friday. Uh, we got our dates up on the website at hesbystreetpod.com. Some of my dates changed, so check that out. And um, buy a calendar. We have five calendars left. When they're gone, they're gone. Hesbystreetpod.com, click calendar. I think that's it. Is there anything else, Zach? Rate and review the pod. Got to rate and review the pod. We got it. It helps the algorithms. I I hear you listening. I hear you in your car. You're listening. Pull over. Rest your eyes. That's right. Rate and review us on the shoulder. Do it. Guys, do not rate and review and drive. We can't rate and review. We can't pod in the same room again until someone rates and reviews. Yeah, but don't. It's not get home, arrive alive. Don't rate and review and drive. I disagree. Rate and review as recklessly as you feel. Live your own life. Music. Cool. I didn't know what we were going to put there. Yeah, same music as always. Okay, cool. Tell me about your life, dude. I miss you. Oh, you know, just chilling. Just uh, audition for a movie that I don't want. Which movie? I did like an intentionally bad audition. That's funny. The one, the one that you read with me for. You got a callback? I got a callback. Oh, no. That was so bad. I had to cut my take short because you laugh with the last line that you read. Because it was so such a bad line. <laughs> I couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I think you go, because you're me. <laughs> And then, and then at the end of my take, I try to look all dramatic, like yeah. what? And you go, <laughs> <laughs> "Hey, man!" But that's you know, that's um, that's my bad. That's my bad. Mm-mm. No, I think I think if anything, it's it's everyone involved's bad. Yeah, I mean, bad writing's tough to overcome, but like I think we said before, that's like the hardest part of acting is to overcome bad writing. I think yeah. so. I used to think actors just sucked. Mm-hmm. And now that I've read some scripts, I, I've read lines where I'm like, I don't know like, how a part to where, make this where okay. I'm supposed to shout si senor because we're in Mexico. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not doing a racist voice. Uh, how did you do it? Let's hear it. I went, oh, you know what? He actually cut before that part of the scene. Oh, thank God. I know because I was like, I had my uh, maracas out or my uh, the shaker things, and I had a sombrero on. I like grabbed it. I thought I'd do some props, and then he was like, "Cut!" And I'm just holding my maracas and uh, wearing a sombrero and a poncho, and I went, "Thank God!" Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Did you get to keep the maracas? No, they. I got to mail those back. Oh, it was a Zoom audition. they actually give you props no that'd be amazing no they don't give you shit you know i got a free shirt from this commercial i did because they had to cut the levi's logo off one of my shirts oh hell yeah so free shirt and they're like we'll send you your cut shirt too i was like fuck yeah cut shirt uh you should ask for the thing back and just iron it on or resell like do you have the label you have the label i want to sew it back on (laughs) i'm a name brand guy 
I ain't rocking it unless they they know it's Levi's. Dude, speaking of Levi's, huh? 49ers. Levi's Stadium. That's right. They won. You're going? I'm going to the game. I spent a few rent checks. Wait, so we have to explain because we thought the listeners thought you were going to Lambo. Fell through. Lambo fell through. I got asked, I got a call from my agent that said, Congrats. You got you booked a commercial, and I'm pretty sure I wasn't their first pick, but maybe the guy got COVID or something. Right, or he went uh, to Lambo, or he went to Lambo. Yeah, he's a but real yeah, I fan. Got, I was offered free tickets and a plane ticket out, pretty much an all expenses paid trip to Lambo for the 49ers right. Packers game. But then in that the, fell in through. The snow, and now and then I had to work, and then they won. Congratulations, and they won. Thank you against all odds, against most odds. And now you're going to go to SoFi for two months worth of rent. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to a 49ers playoff game. And as you know, you've seen it firsthand. I fucking love my Niners. Dude, it's unhealthy. It is unhealthy. It's like those uh, those videos you see online of like people freaking out, you know, shooting guns into their TVs. <laughs> that's what watching a game with Zach is like. Those videos are why I'm not allowed to have a gun, according to my <laughs> wife. <laughs> I'm like, we need a home defense system. She goes, but what if the Niners lose a game they're supposed to win? And you go, that's a good point. <laughs> I go, yeah, you're right. Just the old crossbow for Zach Chap. Damn, I wish you had a crossbow. I do too. I think a crossbow would be more dangerous because I feel like a gun I'm afraid of. I'm like, I... A gun's in potentially through you. Crossbow... That's in. <laughs> well, yeah, it's bigger, I feel like. Yeah. And it's pointier. It's pointier. And I just feel like more more can go wrong. Yeah, you we do sound like, like we couldn't know less about weaponry. We know nothing about anything. Imagine being at a sporting goods store at a Bass Pro Shop. And you're like, so what are we talking here? Main pros <laughs> and cons with the crossbow and the uh, shotgun. He goes, well, you know. Crossbow's pointier. <laughs> Bullets, um, rounder. Bullets tend to be round. Now you're talking arrows. Now we're getting pointy. <laughs> like, can you tell me anything else? I don't know what else you could want to know. Oof. Uh, Gun loud. They got little feather things on the back now. Guns louder. Guns loud. Uh, Crossbow? quiet <laughs> crossbow you do you have to which one's the one that you have to like really pull on to load uh it's I one of them it, it's one of them a bows. little bit a little bit both <laughs> okay <laughs> i think <laughs> anyways you need any other questions you just use holler yeah so i am as you can see i'm fishing department uh so if you need help over in fishing you give me a holler it's crazy because our department's huge you would think i shouldn't be here we got well. We got people out sick because of uh, the a big old hoax, <laughs> the pandemic. I'm sure you've heard of. <laughs> and uh, we are now hiring. Actually, no one wants to work, dude. I found out up here in uh, San Francisco. I'm in San Francisco. Yes, that's why we're not in the same room. If you get COVID, the city will pay you to just stay home. No way. So how do I exploit that? You got to move back to SF. That's what it is. All right. And then, and, I then you also have to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> and then and COVID. Then here's the kicker. 
<laughs> All right. You have to contract the COVID <laughs> virus. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, it's good to have a plan. It is three steps. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. No, it's all things I've done. Your vision board must look so different from mine. <laughs> My vision board is just cool photos. It's a lot of explosions, yep. which I yeah. feel like... It's explosions and hammocks. I have to... <laughs> I have to constantly explain to people. Be like, well, my wants are weird. Yeah. It's like, he's like, it's action movie <laughs> and hammocks. And why? And like drinks with umbrellas in them. And just a bus jumping a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you want to do that? I'm like, I just want it. I just want it to exist. I want to watch it. Oh, away from you? Yeah. I don't think I want to be on the bus. I think I think Torio's vision board is just telling him he wants to watch the movie Speed again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh shit. Um actually, can we watch Speed together when I'm back? Absolutely. We no can. take backs. Nope, I won't take that back. We got to right, get cool. you a new vision board, man. Yeah, I do need We're a new vision We're watching Speed. Board. Let's get this one down. Yeah. Pat. Okay. Let's get this one out of the way. Dude, I like the uh, backdrop. Is that going to be like our, my decor? Is that our new set? That's right. Listeners at home, you better get on the YouTube channel because we got a sweet wallpaper coming in. But until then, I have a tester behind yeah, me. Yeah, it's just one piece of wallpaper. It honestly kind of <laughs> looks cooler like that. It does look kind of cool. Yeah, I think we're going to go with it. What do you think? I, I dig it. Okay. We're going to do that. We got our studio build out coming soon. And some shelves. Actually, my shelves are sitting here. They just arrived today in a box. Dude, we're, we're looking legit. And they're legit. They arrived in a box. And Was the box taped? It's taped a lot. Yeah, very sloppily taped. The no staples? Sometimes they put staples. It No, no staples. It looks taped in a way that, uh, you know, they've been, uh, like, thieves have been raiding trains in L.A. That are, yeah, it's that so are crazy. bringing cargo. In fact, mine is... Mine's taped in a way that it looks like the thieves broke in, open. They're like, too much work. And then they just <laughs> taped it back. It's like, I don't want Which is nice of them. I'm not putting these shelves together. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, Google uh, Trains LA Packages. It's weird. And, yeah. And it's, it, I had to reship today. I just shipped out two new calendars that didn't arrive. Dude, and I don't, that's the funniest one. If I don't, people are stealing our Hesby calendars, they must be so confused you, when they open it, and you, it's just pictures of you <laughs> with your shirt. Do you think, <laughs> and do you think QR that's actually codes? what happened? It'd be funny if it was like one person happened to stumble upon each one, and they just like open it, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Throw it away, and then the next day they come back, they're like, who is this guy? I'll tell you what. If we don't sell these next five calendars in the next like month, I'm just mailing them to random addresses. I like that. Yeah. Just I like, really like that. Just be like, because I'm not going to keep them. But then no, it's like, what can't. if a kid opens it? I know, because now I'm worried. It'd be funny if, if you brought a date home and she just saw a stack of them in the <laughs> corner. <laughs> that would I didn't be know funny. you model. Oh, yeah. That's... um. Don't worry about that. I don't want to talk about my modeling career. <laughs> if okay, if you if you'd ever happen to like go with this modeling gag prank, mm -hmm. uh, you would have to text me immediately 
where your next date is going to be and when mm-hmm. so that I can have someone walk by and be like, oh, my God, I think I saw you at, at Fashion Week in Paris. <laughs> Except it should be like, uh, like, you know, they have like big, beautiful women conventions. Yes. So you should be like, instead of Paris, it's like, I think I saw you at the big, beautiful men Fashion Week in Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Just outside of Reno, yeah. You, you correct her and go. It was just outside <laughs> of. We're Reno. working our way. It was Carson to City. Reno. <laughs> it was. Uh, 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 oh, there's such a funny town outside of Reno. Either way, it was Sparks. A, it was a Holiday Sparks. Inn. It was at, in Sparks. Yeah. We're working our way up to the Reno. Reno proper is the goal for next year. You got to come see my vision board, man. It says <laughs> Reno proper in the middle. Yep. A bunch of big, beautiful, naked guys. Uh-huh. A bus jumping a freeway. <laughs> <laughs> and a young Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the villain in Speed? I forget. Uh, Dennis Hopper. Oh, that's such a good villain. Yeah, he was great. Never forget, dude. Dennis Hopper. You know who he reminds me of villain-wise? Just face when you see that face. Ed Harris in The Rock. Yes. It's that face that, like, holy shit, I know right away this guy's the villain. Dude, Dennis Hopper in Waterworld? Yes. That's top ten villain. Dude. I thought that movie was so good when I was a kid. Same, and it got shit on a lot. I remember I'd read reviews, and I'd be like, I I guess I don't get movies. I think it's one of those things where, like, I think Nick Swartz had made the joke where it's, like, it's crazy that, like, $300 million goes into these movies People watch it and they're like, sucked. <laughs> yeah. But if you show it to yeah. someone from like 50 years ago, their heads would explode. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They'd be like, wow. Right. Is that here now? Yeah. 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 yeah Waterworld was fun. I liked Waterworld as a kid. I liked Judge Dredd as a kid. That was another one I read the reviews. I, I am like, the law. I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had a Sylvester impression. <laughs> I am the. I did a Sylvester impression on the pod. Okay. You fucking. But never, dude. We're, not with those lips. I That's am the. Wait, I, dude, we're coming up on a hundred episodes, man. You got to start remembering how my we, voices. How do we celebrate the hundredth episode? What do we do? Uh, well, in keeping tradition, we don't have a guest. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we. Uh, I we, guess we'll do some accents. Do we bring Emily back? That would be a fun one. Yeah. Bring Emily back. Bring Tony. We do a four-way improv. I don't think we can fit that in our new studio. That's no, true. We can certainly try. We'd have to get rid of the table. We'd have to switch off uh, mics. You know, go in turns. Because if if we all sat at a round table, it would look like one of those like uh, Vanity Fair or, or Variety Hollywood Reporter. Who does that? You know that one I'm talking about? It's like the actors sitting in a table. The View. No, no, it's like. It's like an actor's round table. It'll be like Tom Hanks, Don Cheadle, Cheadle, Cheadles, yeah. Cheadle, uh, Shia LaBeouf, Jamie Foxx. It's just like A-listers. Right. And then Tom Hanks will say something like, you know, I, I guess my biggest piece of advice would be uh, this too shall pass. <laughs> and everyone's like, damn. And they're damn, like holding Tom. each other. I can't wait to get there that's actually my vision board i feel like the camera cuts to someone else and then a writer just hands tom hanks his next line that's funny or like or like the boom guy rolling his eyes (laughs) yeah (laughs) like come on man guys tom didn't write that himself he's just reading from eat pray love 
<laughs> Learning to let go is the only way to find you. For what you do to others is what you do to yourself. Live from New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm in Tony's room. Can you tell? Oh, you're staying at Tony's place? I'm staying at Tony's. While he's recovering from a horrific injury? He, Look at you, you mooch. He left. He's down in L.A. Recovering. Getting rehab? Learning to walk again? You know what? Here's the thing. So I, I don't know how much we've talked about it. Tony broke his leg. It's all fake. You're doing air quotes. It's all fake. He's been faking it. What? It, you think he, he faked breaking his tibial he, plateau he licked his tongue and just and just rubbed the scar right off it's all paint you gotta be kidding me fact what dude. about the screws just like sleight of hand no it's just uh you know it's it's fake it's just glued on it's like makeup wait did he do the screws in his leg like uh like when andy kaufman in man on the moon <laughs> like, like when jim carrey goes to like, get that organ surgery it's like the arrow gag where it's just boop and then a little thing and then boop. yeah and you know i i like i I like Steve Martin. People love Steve Martin. Love I think Steve I need Martin. to watch more of his shit. But I've read his books, you know, and like it took me um, later in life to realize how big he was right. in his prime. Like Kevin Hart status, like totally. arenas. Yeah. Everyone else is doing yuck yucks in mm -hmm. fucking, you know, Nebraska and Omaha. And he's out there doing like the Palladium. Would you consider him like the first alt comic? Uh, I, no, I'm sure alt comedy came. I mean, yeah. Andy Kaufman was Andy before Kaufman. him, right? But Andy, maybe they were around the same time. Actually. Yeah, I, Andy Kaufman definitely. Um, they definitely seem like the the fathers of it, if not the first. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, I guess I didn't realize he was alt. You know, mm -hmm. I just didn't know his comedy that well when I when I first started like reading about him. Right. And uh, I would see, like, photos of him with, like, the big nose on and, like, the arrow through his head. Yeah. And it's, like, a stole-out arena. And I'm like, damn, dude, we are too late to this game. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's probably the reason there was so much prop comedy in the 80s, 90s. Yeah. And they didn't get that he was, like, making fun of it, he I guess. Making, yeah um but you know thank god for him because without steve martin there's no carrot top that's true and, and carrot top kept me alive through high school and college and really most of my 20s and all of my 30s so far oh my god i didn't know you were such a carrot head and probably gonna if i'm just i don't want to speak out of turn but probably my 40s and 50s and Damn. when he passes away will probably be when i kill myself in my 60s but if you kill yourself to really honor him, you got to uh, <laughs> you got to dig through a giant bag of props. And it'll be a, it'll be a fake gun that just goes pow. And then I'm like, one of them's real. One of them's real. <laughs> <laughs> and then guess people what? Like, you, one of them like, is real. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, you got to check out this live stream I'm looking at, dude. I'm pretty sure this guy's gonna do it. Oh, hold on, that one's just got a bouquet of flowers in it. <laughs> That's a squirt gun. <laughs> yeah what's your favorite uh what's your favorite co comedian of all time the greatest comedian of all time that's easy gallagher dumb he smashed watermelons that's innovative 
That's pretty good. What's yours? Are we talking seriously? Probably the Joker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was pretty good. What about the dude? Remember History of the World? Mel Brooks. Part one. Part part one. (laughs) Are they? I heard they're actually making a part two, but is that? That's just a joke, right? But I don't know if it's the running gag. If it's just the running gag or if they're actually doing it. That'd be great. But I feel like Mel Brooks has to be done. He's in his 90s. Yeah. Still sharp as a tack. Yeah. Is he? Whip smart. I don't know. Yeah. Because I was like, I saw an interview with him, but not that recently. Probably like 10 years ago. Yeah. It sucks because a lot of his comedy is probably like, you know, he's joking about Nazis. <laughs> like, Yes. It's no longer funny again. Yep. That is no longer funny. How did you take the uh, meatloaf news? You doing okay? I don't know a single meatloaf song. I'm he, not. Well, white. he just has the. Uh, I. I. If I would do anything for love. I only remember that from a Dr Pepper commercial. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. There was like a Super Bowl ad back in the day. I wonder if. But I, I think he wouldn't share his Dr Pepper. That was the right. Oh, but he wouldn't share. Yeah, right. I don't know if they ever. I don't know money. I don't know much about meatloaf either. But Wait, what is okay? So the real song is "I would do anything for love," but I won't do that. Right. I don't know if he ever said what it was. Huh. I know the running gag. He died of COVID, so the running gag was the you know, get vaxxed get or vax, something. Get vaxxed. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Which like good for the internet. What do you What do you think? Just you. What wouldn't he do? What What wouldn't he do for love? Me or him? No, what do you think it had to have been about? Like picturing Meatloaf sitting down and being like, I got to write this out. I think if we're talking, I don't think it's like something funny like butt stuff or get pegged. Or it's probably like, uh, like, I don't know, actually. I'm trying to think of like what a deal breaker. What's the number one deal breaker? Yeah. Like, um dig bury a body oh cover up a murder or um raise your kid that's not mine yeah you cheated on me with that's a good one um by the way ladies i would do either of those things for love just so you know wow you hear that that's how you lock down a good woman yeah tell her that she can get away with murder that is a joke because honestly i've learned some stuff about Mm -hmm. myself recently like i don't even think i'll like get lunch with you for love if i'm if i have the slightest of headaches on the wrong day yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i am sorry yeah, about I that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you wouldn't do anything for, your song would be i wouldn't do anything for love and then it's like oh but i will do that <laughs> <laughs> but i will i'll text back but um, i'll yeah. text you back it's I'll gonna be you barney's you're the, going to barney's yeah <laughs> the text I is gonna you. be like i can't make it but I will text back. <laughs> I think uh, I bet I bet it was like Meatloaf was at home one day and his wife was like, hear me out. I would love it if you were tied up and a man <laughs> pretended to break into our house and have sex with me in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you go, I'm going to be down in the studio for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think he wrote the song, but it, it actually hyped him up to actually do that for love. <laughs> he's like you know what you gave me this banger hit so right. i'm gonna do it i owe you i, I owe, owe you, you one. all right let me get the butter <laughs> i just picture meatloaf uses butter as lube i don't know why his name's meatloaf that probably his name has something to do with it yeah yeah 
some some sort of cooking fat. <laughs> I actually made a meatloaf not a couple days ago. In honor? I didn't even put the two together. Meatloaf is a weird meal. I've never made one. How do you make it? It's ground beef and like breadcrumbs and onions and I didn't do breadcrumbs. It's I yeah, celery, onions, uh carrots, and then I did half ground beef, half ground pork. Mm. So it's just like and, it's sort of just like a meatball, but instead of yeah. making it a ball, you just put it in like a like a what is it, like a tiny um a loaf casserole, pan. a loaf pan. Yeah. And then you uh I put bacon on top and I put ketchup. Yeah, the ketchup's weird to me. It is a little weird. But I, I used probably to, good. At the at the place I used to work at, we made a really good meatloaf for like a meatloaf sandwich. Yeah. It was so good. It, meatloaf's just like bad for you. It's just like oily, greasy meat. Like they put right. bacon on top and the fat just drips into it. It's one of those uh, foods where like after I eat it, I don't feel good. Which is weird because there's worse foods that I eat. I feel fine. But meatloaf's one of those ones that's like... Just doesn't sit well with me. Have you given vegetarianism a, a a a shot? Yeah, I was a vegetarian in high school for a year. No way. Yeah, that seems tricky in high school because everyone's like going out to like Jack in the Box and shit. I wasn't going out. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, that um, seems like the perfect time to try vegetarianism. Yeah, and then I I was I would have been sixteen. I got a job at Marshalls. Okay. I was saving up money for uh to go to Europe. I went to Europe that summer. Cool. And I just like had a rough day at Marshall's and I said, fuck everything. And I got a carne yeah. asada burrito and I haven't looked back. So it's really Marshall's fault. Well, it's San Diego's fault. They have their burritos. They're so are, good. Their carne asada burritos are too good. Fire. I mean, I dare you to try to be a vegetarian in San Diego. It's not easy. Yeah, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, did you eat fish? No, not when I was a vegetarian. Yeah, I, what I went about, all in. I didn't eat eggs either. Damn. Yeah, I don't think. But see, people can be vegetarians and still be very unhealthy. Yeah, I mean, I was still in high school. I wasn't eating. I mean, it was. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't eating great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, why'd you bring that up? Oh, because you were talking about how meatloaf makes you sick, and I wonder if it's just like all that meat. Not sick, but like feel shitty. Yeah. And you, I wonder if it's just all that you, meat. Do you just, you just, I feel like there's a couple foods that are just like kind of day ruiners. Not maybe not ruin yeah. the day, but it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be here all day. Yeah. You're, for me, that's like Chinese food. Yeah. I mean, like not real Chinese food, but like American. Panda Express. Exactly. That type of shit. Yeah. That'll fuck me up for like a week. Yeah. The wrong ramen spot. Mm. It's just like a sodium bomb. And I just want to like poke my like the side of my belly. <laughs> just to drain. <laughs> release the pressure. Ah. Oh, man. Isn't that, isn't that, uh, didn't they poke the side of Jesus when he was on the cross? They cut him, I think. Yeah, but that wasn't to release pressure. Oh, was it? I don't think so. So Jesus wasn't on the cross like, hey, bro, get me. Cut me, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> the guard's like, hey, Mick, I think he's talking to you. <laughs> I you know what's him. funny? There's a Nick Swartzen's bit that I loved uh, uh, growing up. Hell about. yeah, back-to-back Swartzen mentions. I know. We got to drop Swartzen yeah. in the mix, man. 
I would love to have him on the podcast. Dude, I might just so ask funny. him if I see him at the Hollywood Improv. You should. Uh, I would. We would. Fa- I would fangirl out. Totally. Same. I would just be like, "What's it like when?" Um, <laughs> remember when you? I'd just be the Chris Farley yeah. <laughs> segment yeah. where it's like interviewing McCartney. But uh, um, oh yeah, Nick Swartzen had a bit about like telling a really bad story and realizing halfway through that it's like not a good story. Yes, and he just and then like, and then he kicked, it, and then he's like, "Where's the bathroom?" And we're like, "I don't know." And so, uh, so Steve fucking stabbed him. He's like, like, "I don't know about Steve, dude. Like, you don't what? hang out with Steve that guy." Steve stabbed a guy. He's like, "Yeah, you should probably like be weary of Steve, man. Stay away from it's Steve, crazy. man. Guy's nuts. It's yeah. something we've all been in. We've all been yes. in the the story where you're like, "Oh no, I don't. I already did the ending, dude. <laughs> now my, I'm my, trying to." My close friend at the time in high school, we used to say that to each other all the time. Like that's, it just, it crept into like your daily life. That was how you saved a bad story. Cause we didn't be like, and then Steve stabbed a guy and everyone would know what you meant. Mm -hmm. Um, it feels like that's what happened with that story about Jesus getting crucified. (laughs) And then that guy just, (laughs) (laughs) everyone's just like, yeah, crucified. Woo. Everyone gets fucking crucified, dude. He's like, well, (laughs) Did I tell you the guard fucking stabbed him <laughs> while he was up there? While he, yeah. he just caught him, <laughs> dude. He's different, bro. <laughs> Jesus is different. Son of God, <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna be dropping a book about it later. Stay tuned. Oh my God. Oh that book, that damned book, the damn old, <laughs> that damn Bible. <laughs> I saw a great uh, clip of a senator, uh, like some southern senator on the news being like, well, I don't like Muslims, you know, running for office because they got to swear on the Bible. And if they swear on that Bible, it's just not sincere. And then I think it was uh, not. Fuck. I can't remember the guys. I'm pretty sure they don't swear in on a Bible. So the guy (laughs) who was it It was some CNN guy. It's like famous. I'm blanking on his name. Yeah. Um, He goes. uh it doesn't have to be a Bible. It's just, yeah. it's actually the religious book of your preference. Right. But most Christians choose the Bible. And he goes, I don't know. He's like, you did know that was the, the rule, right? <laughs> and then he goes, well, mine was a Bible. And he's like, because you're a Christian. And he's like, I am a Christian. And then he goes, Trump's was a Bible. He's like, because he's Christian. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't know, man. Mine was a Bible. I just love, like, <laughs> imagine being stuck on national news. And you, and you gotta stick to your guns. Be like, wait, you can't wh- apologize these days. Otherwise, you're fucked. Here's the thing: you can apologize. Nah, just not if you're a Republican, I guess. You're, you're, you're. Biden weak. apologized. He called that guy a son of a bitch, and then he apologized. And now, it's well, oh yeah, did you hear about that? Did uh, I? Did I hear about it? I just brought it up. The stupid son <laughs> of a. But did you hear about how he apologized? I mean, he called him right. Okay. He said. Uh, I, it was something like, no hard feelings, pal. Yeah, he said <laughs> man. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, he said pal. Oh, it was pal? That's funny. You, it's like, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Rub some dirt on it, puss. I oh, mean, man. It's not, it's not an apology. I saw him. I saw that guy, Peter Ducey, was on Fox News. There was a clip that came up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were trying to, like, go after Biden, you sure. know? I think it was, like, Tucker Carlson. I mean, like, so he, it, it's not even a real apology, the way he worded it. Did you expect more? He's like, and even Peter Ducey, like, as much as I hate him, he goes, I mean, I don't know. 
we're going to look at the world right now. Like the fact that the president texted me at all, like was the sweetest thing ever. He's right. like, I mean, we're on the verge of world war three. And like, Tucker Carlson's <laughs> just like, but he's an animal, right? Like, Oh, I think it was Hannity. Hannity yeah, totally. Right. He's like, right. They're like, right, 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 right. High road, high road, high road, but shit. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, do you, man. how are you preparing for world war three? You know, I just, I, I, I have all these sticks that I sharpened, but like pre COVID, like right around the beginning of COVID. And so I'm yeah. just, I'm just keeping them sharp because they dull. Yeah, they get weathered. Uh-huh. But Wood yeah, gets kind of fuzzy. My, my overall uh, answer to world war three is sharpie, sharp sticks sharp sticks yeah is that bad it's because something because bullets will run out and then i'll be the king of the sharp sticks yep that's right it's smart take over that domain <laughs> are you getting good at sharp sticks oh they're so good dude i got them i got the you know the thing where you like you hook them up to a rope system and then you pull it up and it's like it's like uh the horses run into it Oh, that's a good one. I'm doing a lot. Well, a lot of my a lot of my uh, World War Three prep comes directly from the movie Braveheart. <laughs> well, we should link up because <laughs> I've been working pretty hard on uh, the rope one that just takes you all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> you know the big rope net, and you yeah. step in it, and you don't know you're standing right in the middle of it. That's like in Star Wars when they get stuck, and and R two just got to cut them out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what I've been focusing a lot on. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I what I what I do is I build a huge rope net, mm -hmm. and I bury it under a little bit of you know leaves, dead leaves yeah. what have you, a little camo, forest debris. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm not general picky. forest debris. You know what I do? <laughs> Make it really authentic. I'll throw like a like a chewy bar wrapper in there. Oh yeah, because you know, so dude, you're like, that's like, oh, are you kidding me? In the in the post apocalypse, a chewy bar, and then, and then you catch one of these, you know, these do gooders. The no like, ugh, we're not littering. I don't care if it's real worth <laughs> Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> now your dinner. <laughs> While you're saving Earth, who's gonna save you? I got it all, man. I, I I've been rehearsing what I said. <laughs> Damn, dude, we should link up, like you said. This is gonna be. This is gonna be. Because I've been thinking, like, what if there were spikes at the top? <laughs> what if there were wooden spikes at? The, you, can you I can I say that. something? <laughs> I love it. I got you, dog. I've got so many extra sticks of all sizes and pokiness. Yeah, I bet that was like during like like the revolution, like you know when people were just like fur trappers in in Northeast America. Yeah. I bet you'd be at a tavern and it'd be like, well, you know, I got sharp sticks down pat. He's <laughs> like, you ought to link up with Tori over there. That Dutch <laughs> bastard. That guy knows how to. <laughs> that guy knows how to make a full wall of sharp sticks. Yeah, he knows. You got a bunch of sharp sticks. He could he could put them all together for you. Oh, yeah, I haven't thought about that. I didn't think about it. linking them up together. Yeah, he says yeah. he does it Braveheart style. <laughs> says he's from the future. <laughs> It's to keep the horses at bay? I don't know. <laughs> Something about a fellow by the name of Mel Gibson. You ever heard of him? But, you know, he keeps screaming freedom, and that's kind of what we're into these days. So. Does he know anything else from the future? Not a whole lot, no. He's, he's got a he's lot of set, stories. None of them are practical. Set, <laughs> leading up to that hole in the space-time continuum, he regrets spending so much of his time on sharpening sticks. <laughs> 
Ask him about the drive-through window. It's <laughs> I don't know what it really means, but it sounds wild. He's got ideas that you know the even the premise of the idea is <laughs> is outlandish to us. You know, he's been talking about this thing called Top Golf. <laughs> Now, now, he, one guy has a book on this thing called golf. Right, so he, we're just now wrapping our minds around golf. that we get golf, which we do not. <laughs> uh, but he has taken immigrant. it. Yeah. He says he knows golf, so we're trying to link them up. <laughs> so when he's not doing top golf stuff, we'll get him over here for some wood sharpening <laughs> rope stuff. Anyways, welcome to town, man. Have some fun out there. 